Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is NNMRadio.com. I am your host. And this is going to be NNM Films episode. I wanted to do a films collection for a while, but not like um, an edit video because I like to do clips and edit and put together some um, visual comparisons. But no, I didn't want it to do that this time, or at least not yet. This time, I wanted to uh, just try to map out the area of um, filmography that I cling to. And I've got a collection of films, and I noticed there's a certain collection that I have. I don't have any film of just any year. It usually ranges from the 1990s all the way up to around like 2008. And it's not even that much of the 90s I was seeing. It really starts coming into full right around 1999. A lot of movies uh, I've been into, but it's only even a certain type of movies. And when I was um, thinking about how to approach this topic and because, um, you know, on one hand, I want to make episode for each for each movie or even more than one episode for a movie, but also um, just to get my feet wet. And just to do something, just to get started, a glossary of from year to year that I've noticed that I was like, hmm. So this is the years that um is really part of my generation. But I, I guess most interests me because it isn't like a whole bunch of movies in the 70s interest me. And that's where we're going to get started. 72, 73... Like Last House on the Left and The Wicker Man. I like those movies. And um, when I was younger, like middle school and early high school, I was really into horror movies. Naturally, because there were four 17 and up or 18 and up, depending on the movie. And I wasn't even, you know, close to that age or so close, but not close enough. That it, that it interests me and piqued me. Um, also, I, I did like the horror genre. And Last House on the Left um, really was... Uh, it really pushed the envelope. And even now, I, I can't just stomach to watch all that. Not like I, I get sick and I'm throwing up. or It's just the, the, the content and that theme... Can I really tolerate it? And the last house on the left really leans on rape. And I'm talking about the 1972 version. I'm not talking about this new version, this new version. They just about do the same things, but it's like, it's just, it's just not the same. This 1992 version is really like, it doesn't scare you. It traumatizes you. And it does scare you in a sense that you could be in a position where you're powerless up against other people. 
and it's not just the same age or the same gender. Because in the 1972 version, they had two guys and a girl. And one of the guys was just a kid. And the girl, you would think is a lady or, you know, what, what. It just, it's just awkward, you know, when you think about it. Um, Wicker Man, like, uh, like the theme is, um, have losing control, really. It's not even really based off of the paganism, because if it was based off any other type of religion or even just a, a Christian sect that the main character did practice, I think it would still have the same power of being out of control, being trapped, you know, being led astray, you know, that's what that movie uh, hinders on. A lot of sexuality in that movie, and that's like, that that would make you feel uncomfortable, like the same way with the rape scenes in Last House on the Red. That, that's what's going to make you feel uncomfortable, you know, a lot of that. Uh, sexual scenes in in uh, the worker man. Fifty uh, seventy five, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest is uh, is uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, and the worker man uh, featured Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, if y'all don't know who that guy is, he starred in. Um, what you call it? episode one and episode two? No, episode two and episode three of uh, Star Wars. He was like one of the dark Siths. Now um, we're on the one flew over the cuckoo's nest with with Jack Nicholson. You know, I don't think this was his breakout movie. I think his breakout movie probably was The Shining. No, it probably wasn't. Jack Nicholson probably go way back, probably to the sixties or maybe some fifties type. Yeah, you dig. <laughs> um, the 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 um, when that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, um, at, oh, also to tell y'all, Wes Craven directed. The last house on the left. So sorry for missing that out. But uh, we keep jumping back and forth, right? I am so sorry. The cuckoo's nest. That really hinders off of losing control. And being led astray. Uh, 76, The Tenant. as a Roman Polanski film. And also he stars in it. That is... Another scary one where the main character loses control. They begin to transform in a way and see another person's point of view. But, you know, by the time they get to that person's point of view, they're all jacked up. They're all messed up. I think it also hinders, like, the supernatural is that the apartment changes people. But it's really... um, you know, the the apartment changes the tenant. 
All right, uh, next is uh, Scanner. That's 1980. And after that, 1989, you got Harlem Nights. That is a Richard Pryor movie with Red Fox. And of course, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy also directed that movie. Got uh, music by Herbie Hancock, jazz legend. Then we got 1990. That is Edward Scissorhand. That is my birth year. And um, that features Renona Ryder and uh, Johnny Depp. That was uh, directed by Tim Burton. And Tim Burton also had um, Danny Elfman as uh, doing the music in the soundtrack. And um, 1991, we have Silence of the Lambs. And also uh, Juice. Silence of the Lambs features uh, Anthony Hopkins and Julie Foster. We all know Juice features Tupac. Um, uh, Johnny Singleton directed uh, Juice. So, uh, that's that's type cool. Let me just. Uh, Organize something real quick. Now, uh, 92, we got Candyman and also Boys in the Hood. Got the movie Dracula. This type cool. Um, Boys in the Hood featured Ice Cube and Gooding Jr. Um, oh, and Boys in the Hood was also directed by uh, John John Singleton. So now we had uh, oh Dracula. Featured Keanu Reeves and Renona Ryder, and it featured um, Gary Oldman. So that's that's type deep right there. So now we're at the abyss. That was a James Cameron movie with Ed Harris in it. And now we had 94. That's Frankenstein. And then we got 95. That's 12 Monkeys. Of course, we know Bruce Willis, right? And Brad Pitt. Ninety six. I don't think I have a ninety six up here. But ninety seven, The Devil's Advocate. Music by James Newman, Newton Howard. Featured Keanu Reeves. 
featured Al Pacino, featured Charles Thorne, Charlize Thorne. Um, then after uh, that, you got Belly, Hype Williams. That's 98. 99, Blair Witch Project and Ben John Malkovich. We all know Ben John Malkovich was uh, written by Charlie Kaufman. And uh, it featured um, John Malkovich, of course, uh, Cameron Diaz, John Cusack, and Catherine Keener. And after that, you have Requiem of a Dream. That's Darren Aronofsky with Jared Leto and uh, Jennifer Connelly. And uh, you have um, 2001, that's uh, Training Day with Denzel Washington. Ethan Hawke, and um, can't forget about uh, 1999, also Sleepy Hollow and The Matrix. Sleepy Hollow, of course, we know is Tim Burton, and um, Johnny Depp, Matrix, featured Wachowskis. Um... And then you got, after that, I ran out of some space for the years. You had Ethan Roof that did uh, Blade. Trinity, I believe. Danny Boyle did 28 Days Later. Christopher Nolan did The Batman. James Wan did um, the Saw series. David Fincher worked on The Fall. Along with uh, Spike, Spike Jolts, Spike Jolts also worked on uh, being John Malkovich, along with Charlie Kaufman. Oh, uh, in the next episode, I'm gonna be going over the themes because I noticed that certain movies had certain themes to it. So all that time Sleeping in the fucking basement with the bikes Yeah But he like occasionally goes upstairs to take a shower and stuff like that And he be gassing people up like Yo I'll be right back I gotta go up into my apartment And I'll be right out cause that's my apartment And then I'm just like Son you are trying to rob me for three dollars I don't believe that's your apartment son I don't know Like Goddamn my my cousin um, Reggie's sister's husband thinking seriously about getting a shop. I'm like, oh, for what reason? But we could go into like that. Bike? What kind of shop? Exactly. I don't know what he's going for. And pertaining to my skills, I don't need a shop per se. But um, he was like, yo, go go ask Biz because I know he about business. So you know what Biz proposed? Mahel's is a shop. You can have 
bikes over here. You can have your studio over here in his basement. And he said, oh, I, I got that first floor apartment. That's mine. Yeah, this whole apartment is going to be mine. Yeah, he, he thinks he has big dreams. Like he's talking some crazy shit. But he's, you could talk like that when you're like 25. He's like about to be 50 soon. Like he got to cut it out. And he's still playing basketball with them young Oh, yeah, players. I was going to say, he, uh, I was like, he be dunking on him. Yeah, yeah. No. And he got mad that I missed the dunk. <laughs> but I was rolling up, I'll be honest. And plus, I, I don't even think I'm going to get paid. Also, yeah. He asked me to film all of his games. But the question is, I don't even think I'm going to get paid for it. For at least a donation. He tried to play in this alumni game and they wasn't letting him play because he's not a part of the like alumni, Montclair alumni. Like Mr. Hines, you know Mr. Hines? Like the Hines brothers, they're like part of the Montclair High yep. 80s alumni. He used to live right, he used to live right, right here around. with that white dog. Yeah, and then the other Mr. Hines lived around the corner, his, his uh, older brother. Where? But uh, they, I, I remember, tight. I remember there was. There was some unfortunate things that I only heard off a third person that he used to work there with his brother at the at the school, and then they fired him. So they fired him. Which one? Oh yeah, they fired the, the, the older one. Yeah. yeah, and then he became homeless, and he was literally like living in a cold house. Homeless in Montclair. Well, living in that house for years without any lights or hot water, just oh, with that dog. And then he had to give the dog away. And I was like, dang, I didn't know that man was going through that, seeing him. Right, that's wild. And he lived in Montclair and he worked in Montclair. Like, like this man is a Montclair mascot somewhere, yeah. as tall as he is. Like nah, He could have... He... Because right now, if he stuck around, because he went down south, Mr. Uh, Hines told me. So I was like, um, if he stuck around, he could probably be a police officer because they're offering a lot of people involved with the school system jobs like that. Now, I was like, it's a shame Montclair just marginalized and just forgot about and made him fade away like people like that. And that nigga's seven feet tall and he's fucking well-known, and he was a security guard at Montclair High. No, at like, the middle school, or was he at the high? He was he was at the high for a little bit, but he was at, they were both at the middle school. Yeah. And then one of them was at the high. Because I remember the, Mr. Yeah, Hines, he, Mr. He Hines was at, been at the high school. Mr. Hines been at Glenfield for like five years when I pulled up in like sixth grade. And then like, then that Mr. Hines came in like my eighth grade year. He was like the new Mr. Hines. Everyone's like, yo, there's another Mr. Hines. Yeah, and he's taller. Everyone thought that Mr. Hines was like the tallest, craziest nigga out. But we had like Keith Lumpkin in there and he Keith was tall as fuck. And, and we're just like, yo. And they they probably had to see Slim on mission yeah, and be yeah, like, dang, he well, tall too. That nigga is, is beat and malnourished. <laughs> Niggas don't even see that nigga as anything. Like, I, I forgot he was even tall because he's so, like, just out of it. I feel like I'm bigger than him. Like, no. I just, like, look at certain people. I'm like, yeah, that nigga ain't nothing. Like, he's small. I don't care what size he is. There's, there's a conspiracy out about him. It's about Slim? Yeah. 
Like, you're not that old and still selling dope on Mission Street for no reason. You collaborating with somebody to still be out there. Well, he has no license. Office. He's about to be 40-something. Well, I see him whipping that little... That yeah, little... that's illegal. He's going to get caught for that. He don't have no license. Damn, I didn't even know that. And, fucking, and he revealed to me like this year, yeah, I got daughters. Like uh, I'll, I'll be with my family. And you know, so I'm like, damn, I didn't even know he had a family. But also, no, he doesn't even live in my place. He just keeps pulling up. <laughs> right, and now, I mean, I seen him at uh, Glenfield Park the other day, just standing there watching basketball. Good things happen with Biz and also some unfortunate things. I, I had to start ignoring his phone calls because some of his phone calls just be bike rides and then we go into the salvation of yeah. And I'm just he like, damn. Getting, he gets like, he be eating with the homeless people and stuff at the soup kitchens and stuff. At first, I didn't know what I was walking into. I'm thinking, oh, this is an event. We're getting a free meal. But then I keep looking around at the people and how they just looking at me. Even also the people, they just looking at me like, it's a Montclair kid getting a free meal. Yeah, like, you look crazy going out here with, like, nice healthy hair and fucking shoes that don't have holes in them. Exactly, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, first of all, I'm like, probably 10 years younger than everybody in there. <laughs> everybody in there is just old and just crazy looking and shit. Just like, oh shit, bitch just got me in the, in the mix, like just doing these type of runs. Like, like I don't want to waste my time. So then Biz hit me up and was like, yo, I need you to go on uh, Forest Street, the other side of Forest Street. And um, no, I think it was North Willow because I think Forest Street turns into North Willow as soon as it goes down. Yeah, eventually. So it was like, because I. Nah, this this that, that was the thing that confused me. He said Forest Street, but it was really North Willow. Because as soon as you cross over, go to this street, this house to cut the grass, I'll pay. And uh this this was the first time he ever hit me up about this, so I, I just took it as oh, a friend needs a favor, I'll do this regardless of the money, whatever. I'll do this for you. But Biz really wants me to be part of his landscaping team. And I'm like, nah, I'm not about to be no third or fourth wheel on already I don't know what you about to do in the fall other than raking up leaves but that ain't nothing I'd rather be shoveling up snow but even the snow game got messed up with snow blowers ain't and even snow no fucking snow exactly if, even if that I bought a whole fucking snow blower I was about to put a plow in my truck for like five grand but there's no snow nothing Exactly. My my cousin was considering that, but this this last snow season has been really nothing. It's been real warm. So then, this was like, all right, just just uh, go up there. I'm like, all right, you got the machine for me, like a uh, uh, snowblower. No, no, no. I'm just talking about cutting grass. So he, he's like, oh no, nah, you you got one? I was like, yeah, but. That's the family joint that I use on hours. Man. You gotta pay. He gotta pay for that. So you can't I'm, be breaking up and I'm using like, your gas and oil and your shit. I'm like, all right. So um, 
I'm supposed to just go up there. He's like, yeah. So I'm like, dang. So I'm not even getting a ride at it. So then I'm like pushing a lawnmower up Bloomfield Avenue. Now you looking like Katan in stage one when he was walking around. With a lawnmower. Yeah, he used to walk around the Ave with a leaf blower on his back and a lawnmower just walking down the street. I'm like, yo. And then I seen him on a bike with the little trailer on the bike. That nigga was growing and now he's just like, Ew. but yeah, business don't give a fuck. So, so I, <laughs> I get there and I'm like knocking on the people's door and it's just normal Caucasian couple like, like right next door and I'm just like, you know how awkward I feel right now doing this? got me wilding right now I'm like I'm not even looking at this as a job I'm looking at this more as a I'm doing you a favor real quick and you've been happy to see me cutting your grass this is an honor baby like like you just got some some Montclair cross neighbor to cut your grass for you that, that's how I'm starting to see it as and then uh, Biz is like alright no 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 then I'm knocking on the people's door because I'm like, all right, I got done. Let me just get paid. And people are like, oh, you should go in and talk to the guy that got you to cut our grass. I'm like, damn. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so these people just probably not even expecting anybody to cut the grass. Somebody they, they comes got, randomly. Took the job and told them that he was gonna have someone. He himself, but not even tell him that I was coming. Or he probably told them that he he had his people. He probably because he gasses people up like that. Man. He'll be like, "Yeah, I got workers on deck, so I'll send one of my workers over there. He'll pull up, and then he probably just sent you, and then they just seen you working. It's like, oh, so that's business Mexican man or whatever they they, they had a label, and then you're just gonna be working out there. They don't even think you talk English, and then you pull up to talk about bread. They're like, whoa, is we paid biz already. Like, you yeah. go to him. Like, we was close. We didn't even know you speak English, but if you want water, like... Yeah, they and, did offer exactly. water. Oh, they gave me one of them type of water. Biz, biz already did that to me. That's the exact situation that happened. He was talking crazy, like, yo, what's good? Like, you always talking about your truck's business. Like, I'm like, yeah. Because I, I set some crazy standard. I was like, yo, I'm not driving my truck for... You can't get me out of my crib for less than 150 beans. Ooh. And then this guy Miz was like, so I, I got a job over here. It's 200. I'm like, but split between both of us? What? That's how? just 100. Yeah, like, that's not going to work. He was like, yo, you're just going to have to work, like, at some point. You can't be doing that to people. I was like, yeah, but my truck, my gas, it takes $20 of gas to get over there. And once when that shit where just I goes to bad, it? you're just gonna shrug your shoulders and be like, I'm sorry, or yeah. I feel unfortunate. Nah, like, but I, if I take any old job, I'll have such a low standard that I'll be doing jobs for like $25. Drive my truck, for t- and it costs $20 of gas. It's a big-ass truck. It gets fucking 15 miles to the gallon. That's nothing. Like, So I'm driving from gas station to gas station all day niggas could do one big job like I did a moving job for some white lady she gave me a hundred beans to move her couch from like one of her addresses to the other address down the block I was like that house down there she's like yeah the one right at the end of the block I was like a hundred that's yeah, it literally cool. I could have my truck is so long I could have <laughs> just got 
out of my truck on the other side and been at the address. Like, I'm just like, yo, see, that's how niggas supposed to pay, son. That's my time and my value and my labor. I lifted the couch up. I put it in there. I fucking drove it. I fucking lifted it out and put it in your house. And I'm not going to get 100 beans for that. Like, that, I might get 70. I could do that if you're fucking brokey broke. But nah, not 50, not less. Biz trying to do shit like that for like 20 and they split it. Yeah, like we are doing the steel piling up steel all the way to the top of my truck till it looks crazy and your truck is all lowered yeah yeah like all of that awkward, and that's not good for your truck and that's wear and tear on your shocks and your struts and your springs that's and your, probably just hella grinding it's a lot of wear and tear on your truck and then all of that steel depending on what kind of steel you got it's only like if cast I feel, iron. Yeah, cast iron's good. But if I if I got if I got um if I filled my truck up with all bikes and grills and fucking poles and metal chairs and shit all the way to the top, and my truck was low and all that, I would only get like sixty dollars at the steel yard for all that. And Biz and me would co- drive my truck around town and collect all of that shit. Until it filled up to the top, use thirty dollars of gas in Montclair. It's just Montclair, thirty dollars of gas, and we got fifty dollars of metal in the truck, doing more than a hundred dollars of damage to my truck in the long run. Wear and tear on my truck, and we're gonna split that in half, son. I'm not splitting this in half with you. It's my truck. You fucking threw seven bikes on here. He would do. He was getting on some childish shit. He was like counting the amount of stuff and trying to do that. He like, yo, bro, you threw twelve bikes on. I threw seven. How can we? What? What's the problem? I'm like, son, I'm not counting bikes and shit. He's like, I threw sixteen pots and pans along with the bikes, bro. And you only threw bikes. And you threw. You got a washing machine. But I had found that other thing. I'm like, son. I'm not working with you. This is getting stupid. That's that's real petty. Yeah, that's too much. I'm like, what happens if I didn't have a truck? Plus, his mind state at that level is not even on your level, so you can't even like argue or try to come to a compromise with him on that level. That shit is crazy. He's he's something else. But I had to let him rock, and I seen like other people like not do business with him too, just because he's like. Like, I'm sure him and Katana are tight because, like, Katana's like a thief and he's like wild. Man, you I know, never even thought of him as a thief. You know those fucking people? I'm like friends with this police officer. Well, he, he used to be a normal ass Montclair. You know, fucking Keith Lumpkin's a police officer now. Yeah, right? yeah. So, we, like, we always shake hands. Yeah, that shit is fire. So, I was, uh, you know, Dorsey, though? Christian Dorsey? Played football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, he, he's a police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see him he awesome. He was one of yeah. the first police officers that came out of our crew. And then yeah, I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. And then, and then my boy, that's a white boy, Joey Giuliano, is a police officer. And then these other, these twins are police officers that are a grade lower than us. I'm like, okay. they're just finding niggas that are locals that played for like PAL or were involved in DARE or. Cobras or anything like they're just like damn. I need to pull up my right? my my, my uh, elementary school papers. Uh, yeah, I did there. Yeah, like, like back in elementary school. Yeah. But fucking that's funny as hell. Yeah, but he uh 
Yeah, what about you? <laughs> Let oh, me see police officer. Give me a yeah, badge was, and a I gun. Fucking <laughs> talking to this guy, Katan. And I seen him at a TD Bank. And uh, I just like, he's like, yo, that's your truck? Yo, you be all over the place. I thought he was some real crazy African nigga, like African. Why are you trying me like that? Why are you just trying me like that, bro? You just pushed the button right there. And he was like, word, well. African, African? Like, what are you trying to say? Bro, I feel offended. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Niggas just small talk, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I see you grinding, whatever, whatever. He's like, yeah, hit me up if you ever need. I'm going to hit you up for work. Get my number, blah, blah. Then Dorsey drove by, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this nigga was looking weird. Like, I didn't think anything of it, but I just... Because some people don't really fuck with cops at all. Yeah, I, I mean, but... Yeah, exactly, whatever. Like, you're not doing nothing. What, what the yeah. fuck are you acting so crazy for? Like, That's always my So the cop thing. came by. This nigga literally did a full 180 in, like, seconds. Like, he was like... And then the cop came, he was like... And I was like, yo, what... And I like looked around to see what happened, and then I seen a cop. I was like, "All right, buddy." And then fucking, he was like, "Yeah, but you got my number. I'm out." He boot, and then niggas did. And then I seen Dorsey at the Exxon, and then Dorsey was like, "Yo, you know that kid Katan?" I was like, "Oh shit." And then he was like, "Yo, he he bad news, man." I was like, "Oh, what happened?" And but you know those like basketball hoops that people put on the streets for like the whole the whole town, like that type of shit. Like some people keep a basketball hoop out on the curb. Type of oh yeah, yeah, for, like, yeah. Boondocks. Yeah, like just for kids. That, but it's not only in the hood though. They do that in Upper Montclair and stuff like. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Basketball hoops all over, all over the streets occasionally. Yeah. And fucking that nigga stole multiple basketball hoops, like off the streets. Just took a in basketball. In the middle hoop, of the night. Yeah, and just rolled, and rolled shit. off. In, in Upper Montclair and all this other shit. He wild. And, and, like, and then you also know he'd be doing crazy shit in the steel yard, like jumping over the fence to get steel. And then, yeah, like, I coming told back you the this next story. day, yeah. We, but we at the now side he's, of like, highway. he's like wanted. Like, niggas, cops, Dorsey, niggas are looking for him. Like, I'm yeah. like, damn. And they're looking for that red truck that's sitting in fucking. In business backyard. Yeah, they're looking for him, but he's been driving some other shit. Like, yeah, some he's white like, shit. He's funny. Like he's he, gonna get he fucking popped. I, I know he's not gonna get arrested, but you're gonna get some fines. It's not gonna be good for you. Yeah. Community man. service, some fines, your name in the fucking white man's books. Like now you gotta. Now you looking crazy for landscaping. Niggas gonna landscaping. I'm never nah. Like it's a wrap. But. That shit was crazy that Dorsey told me it was bad news and that he was stealing basketball hoops and stealing even worse shit than basketball hoops. Like, shit niggas put out for like a second and they take it. Like, niggas ride their bike to their girl's house to get some kitty cat at midnight and they just, they just put your bike on the side of the stairs and up in Montclair, niggas pull up and take your bike off the porch. You didn't lock it up because why? Why? Like, it's over, it's in the cut. Fuck it. Found your bike and he took your girl's basketball. Like that <laughs> nigga's wild. He might as well took your girl. Like, Damn. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And he, he and had niggas, me uh, try to pick up um a, a city snowblower. I mean a city snow. Um, what you call it? The front. The plow. Yeah, the plow. 
Yeah, so, like so that, we shit was is, that takes park, at least three, four men. Parkway, you would like turn off to like the transit, whatever, yeah. whatever utility location. So big piles of gravel. We we driving past people, they starting to look at us. He's like, yo, we we supposed to supposed to be picking up, and it's just me and him. And I'm like, bro, you're not getting this on the back of your truck. We're us two, we're not gonna do this. But I'm really struggling with him. I almost hurt myself. Yeah. Picking up that thing, that thing almost fell on me too. I'm like, y'all would have to lift it up and take it further than like ten feet. <laughs> not even a corner. Up, yeah. Lift it up over the t- truck thing to nah. Bro, we didn't even we didn't even get like literally the tip of the corner, not even to the back of the door. <laughs> but y'all got the it to truck. the truck though. Barely, because he had to pull he up. Broke his door off. Exactly, so just to get like close that. to to the thing, just to try to ease it right. Yeah. Like it was just impossible. Yeah, I felt yeah. bad for him. Cause I'm like, you he know, got his neighbor to help him out with this. You know what would happen to him if he brought that to the steel yard? They would call the cops immediately. They would report that shit in. He, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> number one, if you bring something like that, you you have to have the title or something crazy. Yeah, like, I can imagine. Yeah, like you can't just bring a whip through. Like, just because you see a, a whip sitting in like an abandoned lot for like double digit years collecting moss and shit you can't just pick it up and hitch it and like bring it, it to the studio yeah, it's gonna, not GTA right they, yeah like you can't <laughs> that's just, some GTA shit nah but fucking like I brung some crazy shit and they said like I couldn't bring that shit I was like wow I, I don't know what to say I brung a, I found a car engine like a whole engine and I got like three people to help me lift it up and then uh, put it in my truck, and like you could you could trade in a car and engine, but you need the title mm. to like the engine. Wow. Like, like or you was the previous owner. Yeah, so. or you you bought it from the previous owner, or you were given it. Wow, you yeah. could figure out. I ain't never drove. <laughs> but yeah, like the times right. I drove, it was illegal, bro. Right. Bro, I remember I was in a car. I was in a car with a girl. Like, no more than six seconds. She's like, hold on, stop the car. Pull over. Let me drive. She's like, you ain't never drove before. <laughs> Boy, man, it's been a long time. Boy, you gotta get that shit. Fucking, it's mad funny. Like, all my boys started getting their licenses one by one. Like, in, in whips. Like, everyone. Like, I remember fucking... But I keep running into Biz and his people and the way we be whipping on them bikes. I'm like, fuck a whip. Yeah, you gotta, what about your children? What, what about if you have kids and they like, what's good with the, you wanna look like Biz taking your daughter to work in the rain and she's just getting poured on and her friends are in Escalades with their parents, a full car full of friends, carpooling, splash you like, you just late to school and you got splashed up. I'm like, yo, Biz, no wonder your daughter don't fuck with your fucking whole shit. That shit is crazy. Yeah, now that you say it, that is... Nah, niggas don't want to be waiting for the bus in the dirty-ass rain with your fucking kids. Yeah, because I was thinking about winter time. It you just can't sucks. even control your... It, 
the whip will change up a lot of time. Like you could do a lot more. Like your days Shit. opened up. Like, Did you want to put something? Yeah, yeah, let me put something. Fucking, but like I got my license. I already been saving up for a whip for like almost two years before I got my license. But I, I got, I had a DUI before. They didn't even know how to handle me. Like, hmm. I got caught drunk drunk I didn't even technically drunk drive I was fucking sleep at the wheel parked like I was just sleep in the car but legally if you have keys and ignition and you're drunk and the cops approach you that's a DUI like if I had the car if I had the keys out of the ignition on the floor and I was sleep at the wheel parked as ugly as I was that's why the cops like pulled up on me I was parked really ugly it's like half of your butt is out in the street. What is this? And I'm just like, yo, what? And they're like, yo, you always come with me. I'm like, I'm not getting out the whip, y'all. Like, I, I pulled over to take a nap. Obviously, I'm fucked up. Yeah. They're like, nah, get out. This is this is not what it is. I'm like, I'm safe. I ain't hit nobody. Y'all are crazy. They was like really trying to get me out the whip. I didn't go out the whip for a long time. Literally, I called my lawyer. And he told me exactly what to do. Don't get out the whip. Put your keys on the fucking floor. Tell him that you were just taking a nap, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> These niggas had to do like almost an hour worth of paperwork to get me out the whip. They were mad as hell because they had to do their homework. Yeah. <laughs> and then you I, went on called your lawyer and finally call up your homie. Finally right? got the whip. I mean, you could call up your homie if they have advice that my lawyer gave me. The lawyer ain't do nothing. He ain't use his lawyer staying to do anything. He just told me. Some smart shit. Right? Very simple things. Like put your keys on the floor, take them out the ignition. If they are, I was like, oh, okay. And then boom, did that. He's like, you don't have to get out the car. See, some some black like, folks don't even have like a lawyer though. Any... Oh nah, that's that's a whole deeper thing. Like yeah, but fucking So when we get in trouble. You don't need man. and niggas can't afford lawyers. It's expensive. So you don't need lawyers, you just need Niggas like not niggas like me, but niggas with knowledge and niggas that can just give you advice. But there's there, not that many black. There was an afternoon next door. Me, me and the next door neighbor and a friend of ours we were playing loud music, and he was really playing a loud music. And the cop walked into the backyard and said, "Hey, could you turn down the music?" And it was like, "Yo, you." You 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 in alarm right now because you're not even supposed to be on our property. You're supposed to greet us at the edge of the property. If anything, at the door. And it's like now she don't seem weed and shit. It's like I ain't need to be in that situation, but I was I was kind of agreeing with them like yeah, that cop is in the wrong because. Isn't it true they're not even supposed to be on your property unless with permission? Hmm. Well, like you about to do a conference call from China. <laughs> Don't pull out both phones out checking what time it is out there. Down here, 
looking at this screen just just editing videos. Let me let me show you um it's a good thing I didn't delete it. Because um my space be running a lot. Hopefully, off of what Biz or this African guy, I could get some other people to be convinced to pay me to do video, video editing. Biz's computer got broken, so now he can't do it. And the Afri African guy was, I guess, paying him to do the episodes. So now I got the job. But every he can't keep doing that half relation. That's what his whole life has been like. He was like, "You all about to go into the NBA until I got hurt, and now I'm here." Like, and like, all right. He was like, "Yo, I was about to be a millionaire until I had to stop doing this." You should have quit it out on me, but um, yeah, you, you basically get a feel. Um, he he went on and told me that the way he filmed it could have been better. Like my dad knows. Like when I told him when he met my dad, he was like, Mr. Mr. Woods? My dad was like, called him by his real name. I forgot his real name. Like Kibo? I think that's his name. Well, whenever people say that to him, I'm just confused. Like, that's his name? I think it starts with a D or something. Damn, pop, he got another him, name. Pop's calling him by his real name. His name that his father called him. Damn. He's like, Mr. He's like, I didn't know you was, you were, that's your son? I was like, yeah. He was like, no. What, you still do music? My dad was like, well, I do gospel. Like, he, my dad used to be like doing music. Like, when we had a house in Montclair, his was like one of the kids that like, Try to do music. Like my you know. dad used to have a big ass studio. Like basically, this whole room would be a studio. And mad niggas. Would, and my dad is like way older than cats. And he would have youngins come in because he was like trying to bring in like the new shit. And niggas like Biz would come through. And That's like, deep. I don't know if you know this kid, Focus. He's like a he's like one of those Montclair legend ass niggas that just was yeah. walking around. I, I hear about him. Is he supposed to be Mike's yeah, big Mike's brother? Yeah, that's his real brother. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a rapper. I was going to say the little Mikey with the cornrows, but he don't have cornrows no more. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. but we were known from oh, yeah, the cornrows. Like, <laughs> Mikey with the cornrows. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, but him, like, when Focus was like 16, he used to come through to my crib, fucking just hang out with my pops, like, do music with Biz, all that shit. But they would do. He used crazy. to be a golden they would be stealing back then. and Damn. smoking weed and 
They it just was, fucked it up. Yeah, they were wild. It's like, it was that hack mob shit, I bet I don't you, know right? What it was. They, ain't, they ain't in no game shit. It, it took me a long time to put Ali Bang together with Hack Mob because when I was younger. Ali Bang is something else. Like he's, he's not. Hack Mob is light work. That nigga looked at me and said, nigga, I started Hack Mob. And I was like, oh, yeah, Damn. I can believe that. But he, when he, I was he's growing blood, up. He's that, not no Hack Mob. He's a real blood. That's why he was in jail for double digit years because his well, involvement in that kind of stuff. Isn't Hack Mom like not even a, a gang? It was supposed to be like some set, yeah. or it was really a gang, like affiliation with no, a crip or a block. It was. I don't know what it turned into, but originally it was just a area that niggas hung. It was like the hollow, you know, the hollow. Yeah, like yeah. niggas just dom- predominantly lived in the hollow. But I knew mad. Old Spanish ladies that lived in Hollow that don't give a fuck about Ali G, they'll smack him in the mouth and keep it moving. They, they're like that young dirty nigga. Oh fuck him! Oh, he probably like sixty and he still think he's twenty wearing his pants down to his ankle. I don't give a fuck how tough he is. Bring that nigga over. I'm like, what that, that nigga's gangster grand. He's like, shut up, bro. His they hands is bricks. Yeah, he, he's funny, like, but that nigga. He gotta stay out of trouble. Like, he knows that's why he's letting his sons do his thing. Like, yeah, I know yeah, that. He's, he's being safe. Like, he learned his lesson. Going to jail will change you up. You can either go back to jail and keep behaving like you want to go, or you could just act right. And luckily, he's acting right. Yeah, because the Ali Bang people told me about Ali Bang yeah. is nightmares. Oh yeah, he's gangster. He kills niggas. All that crazy shit. A, a living nightmare like two like biz and somebody else warned me there's like james do not affiliate yourself with bang like he's the type of man that have a conversation with you and by the end of the conversation you owe him money somehow right yo that's just <laughs> I, I hung out with him one time though he, he's cool like, yeah I, I he's cool I was at Canterbury he's Park. cool as fuck for some reason but I was at they Park warned me of somebody else you just gotta come with the same the same energy and the same stuff as him almost. You don't gotta be gangsta and crazy, but you just gotta do your thing. Like I was like, I felt cool doing a song with him because I was like, despite all the crazy stories, I was ah, able true. to do a song and, with and all you trying to get paid. Of course he got paid. Oh. I was like, yo. But that was off of respect, cause I was like, shoot, I'm in your area, I asked for it. Like, what's the price? And it, and it wasn't even robbery. It was just twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. That same price them kids don't. And I got mad over like that. Just brings it right back into perspective of how out of pocket I was when that shit happened. Like, like if you would have heard me like a couple of weeks ago, you'd be like, James, what? James about to fight who? Mm-hmm. Like, what year is this? <laughs> You think it's Jay's just also in the basement swimming weed shit? Like, like Jay's about to fight some kid. Like, Jay's is wild. I mean, feeling that and doing it is two different things. Yeah, I was feeling it, but I I didn't do anything. (laughs) Well, you gonna knock on his door, and that first nigga that opens the door is getting punched in the mouth. Like, how would that even work? And on top of that, the kid didn't even live there. That was just where his homie hung out at. So that's how much out of. In the dark I was in finding this kid. The kid really hid from me. Because I ain't never seen him ever since. Oh yeah, he probably shook the seal out. Yeah, man. Because yeah, his friends 
probably told him because I also told him, "Where your homie? At? Where your homie? At? I just want to talk to him." And it was just shit like, "No, like there's a girl that's in that wants to fight you for that twenty bucks. You wildin'." <laughs> Hell yeah! All the time I kept saying I want to talk, but I still didn't want to fight him. Like, <laughs> but but to but to protect like that, myself, I kept saying sound. I want to talk. <laughs> That's just already nobody. Everyone knows what that sounds like. Yeah, like, I would have talked. You're not someone's parents. Like they don't. You don't need to talk to. You said enough. Like that shit sounds crazy. Yo, even even if you. Yo, Jamar. Yeah. Kyle want to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds weird. That wouldn't even be good. Like I'd be like, oh, about what? Like <laughs> next thing you know, it's like. No. Yeah, exactly. Saying that you want to talk to somebody in 2020, niggas know that shit ain't good. Yeah, man. I, I was Unless in it's my, like I was in my bag. <laughs> I was from, I, and, and that was back when I had Burger King. Yeah. And that was back when I was like about to interview like the next day that party fit so I was feeling like damn I work for my money yeah. <laughs> I'm not a hustler and jug like y'all did so y'all just took from a working nigga like like that, that's another two hours for me on the clock like type money yeah that's crazy yeah that's how I was feeling though like like, like there, there's worse that's nothing. Yeah, I remember bro. me and my cousin. My cousin came down from Maryland. I finally remember what I wanted to tell you. Yeah, my cousin came down from Maryland, and he was like, "Yo, we're trying to go to like." He told me we could go to this like this kid's house that like has mad good parties, and he charges for parties, and he has drinks and shit. Guaranteed like, blowjobs? Nah, but this was back in when we were young, like. That was some Cedar Grove shit, like, right? Nah, it was, it was like, it was East Orange. It was like, uh, it was an older kid that was like 21. If you went that, to a Cedar Grove party, also, that was a guaranteed blowjob. Oh, yeah, Cedar Grove was crazy. Fucking, this nigga was like, he came from Maryland and knew somebody that lived in East Orange. He came to visit me. He was like, yo, let's go to East Orange and go to this party. But it's gonna cost like $30 to get in. I'm still fucking with Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit. I'm like, $30. Like, that's six starter packs, nigga. Yeah, that's murder. I can't afford that. He was like, I'm like, 30 for both of us? He's like, nah, for each. I'm like, $30? It's not, I don't have $30. I, I only get like $5 for allowance. You're wild. He was like, yo, bro, we could just rob somebody. And I was like, you're lying. <laughs> he was like, nah, for real. Like, we could just rob a poppy. I was like, that's what niggas do in Maryland? He was like, niggas did that when I lived here. I was like, yo, I don't know. And then we robbed a, a Spanish guy. Like, literally, we fucking watched a nigga work. And we watched him work. And we went to White Castle. And we ate grub. And then we fucking came back. And he was still working. And it was getting, like, dusk. And then he was like, so all you have to do is ask him what kind of truck he had and then talk about him about some mechanic shit and like that shit really be doing it for niggas and I'm gonna come right up behind this nigga and tell him what we did I was like he's like you don't even gotta hit niggas son you could just talk to him about whatever you want 
I, I don't care, son. I just need, we need this bread. I was like, all right. And literally, I figured I'm not hitting anybody. I'm not doing nothing. So fuck it. I'm gonna talk to this nigga. And I like fucking went up to this nigga and was talking about like I forgot. I didn't even talk about a truck. Like I talked about some other shit. I was like, um, I asked him if he knew this Spanish girl. I was like, this little girl that could be his daughter or something. I was like, you, you know this girl Angelica? And he's like, you know her? And then, and then I just didn't have nothing else to say. Like, it was dead silent. I was like, this sounds believable. Yeah, this nigga, I was like, nah. He was like, no. And then I was just like, all right. All right. Well, nah, she looks like your daughter. And I seen her coming up in this truck. And I thought that I could uh, give her this. Uh, and then he fucking, my cousin just ran up behind this nigga, hooked this nigga. And then he just like was on the ground on all fours. Then my cousin hooked him again. And then he was just like, stop, help, help. And then my cousin like covered his mouth like, yo, chill, nigga, chill, son. Just give us the bread. Whatever you got, it don't matter. We don't need your car. You could drive the whip. We just need the bread, nigga. And then he was just like, stop it. And then niggas took the bread and it was all cash. Like Mexicans have to get paid. And he fucking had like 250. And we took it all. As a 12 year old and a third and a 14 year old, I'm like $300, two basically $300. Yeah, two little kids is a lot of fucking Yu Gi Oh cards. Like, a lot of money. We went to the party, go to GameStop, your money, bro. We were wild. I I was left on the ball, and that shit, I almost like was fiend out. I was like, let's do it again. I'll I'll have something to talk about this time. Yeah, I'll write something up. like <laughs> he was about to be ready to go pro. Like, you do the fighting, I'll do the talking. Yeah, like, and he was like, and my cousin said he does that every time he like is just low on bread. He's like, yo, you could do that shit. That's so GTA. Like, yeah, man. like he was like, literally, you could just be walking around. You just work, you're fine. He worked. He worked at Funplex, like, and he still. Oh, that's just, some bread right yeah, there. I think he, that's like twenty four dollars, right? Yeah, I don't know. No, that's not. You get back in the day. In like 2000 and like four, yeah, niggas is getting I'm paid like 825 like an hour. Like <laughs> but that was hours. good back then. Oh, yeah, 10 hours, you're 14 years old, you no bills at all, you're just stacking bread. And then he's still walking, just he called it like squatting on poppies, and you just watch poppies work, and then you just beat them up after the end of the day. He, he had mad funny things to say, like, yo. This nigga gonna be tired as hell too, so we gonna whoop, we gonna wear this nigga out. I'm like, oh my god! Like literally, you see someone doing like concrete work, lifting up cinder blocks alone on their knees with no knee pads. They done. And then niggas just come up to you, a healthy ass youngin with fresh legs, like, yo, give me that bread, nigga. Boop. Like there was times You're where he didn't for the end He's of like, the yo, night. you too soft. Nigga. I don't even need you to talk this time. <laughs> and nigga just walk straight up to niggas and just beat him up, and then just run in and still give me bread, cause he just cause I'm like rolling with him. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. And that's good, bro. That back then, oh yeah, man, you, he was getting like five dollars allowance. Like shit. that shit is crazy. But like, I could only imagine like being a poppy feeling like, what do they? Like you were talking about take getting twenty dollars from you. If niggas grinded and worked and just got beat up for all your cash and niggas all ain't, of them. Yeah, like buy a youngin. <laughs> and then I don't know how 
the devil hoy or somebody. Like, yeah, like, I don't. I want to know what the poppies was thinking. Yeah, they bro. Like, oh my despacito, motherfucker, nigga. <laughs> That's why I don't even know. Like that shit is crazy. Yo, um, a, a, a old friend. That's not even a friend of mine. This some bullshit. He just so fiend out. Like my nigga Bo, he just gotten worse and worse over the years. Dante. They used to be on Pine. Now he at South End. Oh, Dante. Bro, that's my boy. But he, he's something. What's wrong? He's going through something. Yeah, he he just he's unmanageable. Even for me, after all these years, like I was his right hand, and like he was like. Table nigga, like for real. So, <clears throat> me, Reggie's sister's husbands, right? So, so we chilling, right? I roll up a blunt, he roll up a blunt, but for some reason, Dante got my blunt, right? None other than that, he puts it inside his fanny pack, but we end up smoking King Y'all Dress blunt. So, we looking for the other blunt and we like, yo, where, where's the other blunt? Dante all of a sudden be like, oh, my bad, bro. It's in my fanny pack. I, I just wasn't thinking. It was like, that was sketchy as fuck. Like, come on, bro. We about to smoke. Like, you about to smoke too. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> that type of shit. Yeah, so, nah, that's crazy. I could see him doing that. So, a week later, he calls me up. Yo, I did, I did some bullshit, bro. I was chilling out with True Facts. And um, Martha Zoe. Zoe. Yeah. You don't fuck around with Zoe, right? I was chilling out with them. We was fucking blunts, drinking, whatever. And um, I just happened to have the speaker in my fanny pack, and the niggas uh, shot the fade with me about that. I was like, yo, you were wildin' because you just tried me and my cousin. Like, we brothers. Like, we fam. We sit at the table all the time. Whatever's on the table, you could partake in. Yeah, it's like I one of those guys that, I mean, I'm, he's always like, he's cool with me and all that, but I feel like he might try and rob me type of shit. So, like, he does that. He might be like one of those guys that would take a lawnmower out the back of my truck, and then I would see him, and he'd be like, Yo, brother, my fault. I just needed to mow two lawns, and I put it right back. Like, he he, he like, is all that type, because before he called me up and told me that, I did see Marta's or True Facts and they were like, Come here, bro, come here, I need to talk to you. Does he work? No. Whatever he had going on at um Dollar Tree done fell out. And he be doing like um charity work at a nursing home. And because they know his mother in some type of fashion, maybe maybe she works at the place. They would give him something just for setting up Monopoly and checkers for them. Yeah. And that's all he's registered to do oh, yeah, in yeah. that environment with whatever degrees that requires. Like around stealing some kind of four pieces and shit. So, like, like, I don't got no jewelry on the table or nothing, but Dante will figure out a way to be picking that shit up. Conveniently, if I walk out the door using a restroom, like, he's that type of cat. Like, it would be something different if I... Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's crazy. 
right in front, but I'm I'm over here just like coming back in, and he like, oh my bad, I was just looking at that. <laughs> he just kept on doing that shit for years, and when he did that in front of me and my cousin, I was like, yeah, that's the straw right there. Like, yeah, like from nice. here, you're gonna get worse. Like my PlayStation Four might be gone. Oh yeah, definitely. And I remember way back in high school when I first met him. Um, he sold my PSP and um. You said he sold it. Yeah, my PSP and. Were you like you asked him to sell? No. It? No, he just. Let sold me it. let me hold it for you, for for this weekend. Why you know during the school weekend and somehow comes up with a story that it's just gone. And and the iPod Touch back then, I had an iPod Touch. And he's like, yo, let me hold your shit. I want to listen to some music. That shit disappeared in his hands. So, yeah, bro, he he just gotten worse. And if he had more going for him, at least given with that type of attitude with his habits, it would just be more collateral, more ripple effects to, not, to that personality. Some people get enough that they, they don't have to do that anymore. Right. I don't know how strong Dante is. Well, let's just put it like to you like this. Like, every dog has his day. And when that day comes, you gotta wake up or you're gonna go back to being a dog. And that dog day, I think, did come for him. Where he did have moments where he was fed because way back in the day, random days, a random day would come where he had bread. But like, ever yeah, since. He, was, he like paid me back one day. Like, I was like, I'm good, son. He was like, nah, bro, I got the bread right now. Yeah, he them had good type of days. On and she was fed. Yeah. For like a whole like five months he was looking clean. But it hasn't been like that for like the last four years now. Yeah. So Dante he's he's been he's been getting worse and worse and I just had to cut him off as a friend. Like 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 even right now I'm finally looking at a flashlight of a light of what I could well what I really wanna do have the convenience of working at my own time doing whatever I'm, I'm doing with this computer and editing and whatever just earning bread I, I want to do that but he, he just not in a position to even receive that help if I ever wanted to help him out because as many years as I've done podcasting and all that he's been by my side and we would we would just like 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 be alright, and I'll be honest. I really wish I could build with somebody else on that type of level, but he just fell out the pocket, and it's like, damn, you gotta you gotta somehow build with with somebody else, because I I just realized that you don't build nothing by yourself, bro. You you always need help somehow somewhere. Like you always need allies. You always. I mean, anybody has ever got anywhere has never solely done it by themselves. Yeah, exactly. So, like, like beyond all the bullshit, keeping a real shit, that shit was just a loss for me.
Plus, shoot, I wasn't about to fight Martha Zoe or True Facts because my homeboy stole a speaker from him. <laughs> that would have been wild. Oh, because I can't get to you, now I'm going to get to your homeboy. Damn, bro, I ain't even still nothing. Y'all over here trying to fight me. That shit was spooky as fuck. I was on my bike late night or maybe like, like, um, at the end of an afternoon, he's at the side of his house telling me, yo, come here, come here, come here, come here, like real quick, yeah, off, he was up off the run. To talk to you, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo, come here, I just want to talk to you. Like, he didn't even be happen to see me coming down the street. I just be happen to be like at the right place for him to see me and be like, oh, that's James, come here, come here, come here. I need to talk to you. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, already about to be right at my house. Like, I think I was coming from my grandparents. Yeah, that's what I was about to tell you. My granddad's been working me this summer, bro. Yeah, I seen, I seen you over there a lot. Up on the ladder, painting. Damn, them kids is rolling. Somebody must have got water on themselves. Don't kids cry because of water? <laughs> Maybe a fucking fire Pokemon. I don't know about them kids crying over water. Yeah. You, they're the type of kids that cry over anything. You might have some water and just fling it at them. You know what they ain't, boy? Niggas probably locked her out or something. Little kid, mean shit. Mm-hmm. Classic. I remember I locked my fucking god sister in the basement, and like, and you could control the lights from the outside. Like, oh. She, I was like wilding. I like played some crazy music, and I set her up. It was like some Home Alone shit. Like I literally had music already playing. You just gave her a bad memory. Yeah, she was like banging on the door, screaming and yelling. I was dying. I was like, yo, it ain't that bad. Like, why is she rich? She was screaming for her life like that. Like, yeah. like even louder. Like, she's like, no, really, something has me. I can't let. I was like, stop, calm down. And then she's like, it's not even that, Jim. Oh. 